Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're joining me today. I have a special guest on this episode, Rich Zanetti, the Territory Sales Manager and a Certified Nutritionist with Nature's Logic is here. And Nature's Logic was built with a unique philosophy, and I am really excited for you to hear all about it today. Welcome, Rich. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Tammy. I am so glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So first of all, um, I, I'm really excited about this brand because you guys do some things that are um, just so different from mm-hmm. kind of the mainstream. And so, but before we get into some of those nuts and bolts, I'd really like for you to share a little bit about how Nature's Logic got started and also maybe just the overall philosophy of the company. Well, um, yeah, it's a really neat story. It was a gentleman, uh, Scott Freeman, that he fellow Texan out of Conroe, Texas, and he had he had a feed store down here in Texas, and he just uh, discovered that he really enjoyed um, formulating foods and things like that. And he actually started working with uh, with one of the original natural vet diets, and uh, that started his career. He gave up the feed store. Uh, he moved out west. He was working there, and then he decided, I'm going to start my own pet food company with some friends, uh, some business partners, and it was the old Nature's Variety, which is still around today, and he was doing that, and it just got to the point where he didn't, he saw the way the industry works with vitamin packs and things like that, which we'll talk about here in a little while, Mm -hmm. and he was like, well, it just doesn't make sense logically. You know, nature evolved a certain way. And so with a mission statement of applying the logic of nature to everything we touch, that's where he started Nature's Logic uh, Pet Food. And that's where the name comes from, to be honest with you. Awesome. So what is it about Nature's Logic that kind of just sets you guys apart from all the Mm -hmm. others? Well, what you've got now is the joke is everybody's starting a pet food company and there's a whole bunch of Me Too products. Um, Really unique uh, difference with nature's logic is the fact that we're pretty much the only hundred hundred percent natural one, meaning we don't use synthetic vitamins. We don't use vitamin packs that are uh, in a lot of cases, synthetically extracted. Um, everything is through whole foods. Mm, you know, it's the old book that's out there, eat your vitamins. And that's the story of nature's logic. Um, if you'd like, I can explain real quick uh, how you can get a pet food approved. When yeah, you, that would be you, great. Uh, Okay, so this starts with, we'll we'll just focus on kibble right here, but this also applies to everything we do. Um, So you start with kibble. What you do is we have a governing body, AFCO, which is part of FDA, and they will make sure your food, you know, it hits all of the requirements to be sold. And what happens is we go through what they call vitamin packs. And this actually happens in the human side as well. So you cook your food, you process your food, And then you actually buy the vitamins and then you add them in later. Um, AFCO has set standards. You have to have this much vitamin C, this much vitamin E, this much manganese, so on and so forth. 
And it's called generally regarded as safe. You know, the food can be a good diet if it has this much of this, this much of that. The old joke in our industry is if you take a bag of dirt and you add enough vitamin pack to it, it can actually be sold as a pet food. (laughs) And there's some truth to that because that's all they really look for. Um, This is what every other cable out there does. I'm not saying it's bad. Don't don't get me wrong. That's just the way they do it. Um, How we do it at Nature's Logic and... um, I think I was telling you last night, we actually have a copycat company that's doing it. And this is awesome because more people are doing it. This is the other way to get your food approved by AFCO. You actually do feeding trials, uh, nine-month feeding trials to a year. We do a year. Um, and then you have vet, vet techs. They actually draw blood. And they make sure those vitamins are in their bloodstream. And we do that through whole food. We don't add any vitamin packs. Uh, you could say, well, why not? If their vitamins are this, that. So just so you know, a vast majority of vitamins that are added are synthetic. Okay, they're mm-hmm. not natural. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a law that if you are over 65% natural, you can claim your product is natural. Yeah, wow. it's, it, it's a little crazy. Lobbyists mm-hmm. get involved and get things done. Well, we just decided as a company that we were going to be 100%, 100%, and no 65%, nothing synthetic. Even when they use – okay, even when they use natural vitamins, say ascorbic acid, vitamin C, it's extracted with chemicals. So it's synthetically extracted. So it's, it's a very, you know, once again, I'm not saying it's bad. That's what makes us different. We are 100% yeah. natural and it's through Whole Foods. And the great thing about it is all of our, all the other kibble foods out there are saying, yeah, we added it. We actually are proving it because it's in their bloodstream. How do we add those vitamins? Through whole foods in the diet. It's not cooked out. Um, what we're known for is having the highest levels of you know, animal-based protein, for example. We don't use synthetic or uh, fractionalized grains for protein and things like that. It's all natural. It is an amazing thing. It adds to taste. It adds to just the way a dog or a cat evolved eating. Um, we always talk about, you know, we love raw um, it's the way to go, but 80% of people are still feeding kibble. So if you're going to do that, you might as well do it the best way possible. And that's what we do at Nature's Logic. And that's amazing because, you know, on some level, you know, if you think about it and how we've evolved, it, we still aren't able to necessarily break down vitamins that come from synthetic sources, you yeah. know. So our yeah. bodies are having to work even harder to assimilate those and figure out what to do with them. So that is a huge testament to you guys and and Scott for realizing the importance of using whole food ingredients rather than adding something that the body just really doesn't understand. Well, and there's a lot of truth to that. I was reading, uh, it's actually in a presentation, I was looking at it the other day, a study, and it was with ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. Um, And it showed getting vitamin C from meat or from fruit, how the body recognizes it immediately and it absorbs it, goes into the bloodstream, gets utilized. And then it showed chemically what the extracted vitamin C looked like, chemically extracted, even though it was natural, completely different look to it. And the body struggles to absorb it. And, you know, it's God bless everyone out there, but we're not smarter than nature. That's just the way it is. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yes. Well, I think that's fantastic. And I, I've always appreciated that about nature's logic because um, it is, you know, it takes a lot more to 
almost think about all the different food sources that you have to come up with to get that perfect balance mm-hmm. rather than just put in a pack of vitamins. That's, you know, yeah. so yeah, that's, that's amazing. And it is all about balance. Um, just so you know, there's three macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fat. And when you ingest one and you don't adjust the others, you have an imbalance. And most cases in nutrition, an imbalance is not a good thing. So what we need to do as a company is we have to really make sure our food is balanced. Um, if we're putting in a lot of meat, um, animal-based protein, we've also got to adjust the carbohydrates so it's a low glycemic index. So you will notice a lot of kibbles out there. If you go through their label, you'll see a, you know, I, I'm not going to call them fillers because they're not fillers, but a lot of carbohydrates added in. It's a lot of fractionalized grain, you know, and it's pea proteins and it's things, and it's a lot of legumes and heavy starches and things like that. What we do is we really only use one in our grain-friendly products. We use millet, which is an ancient grain, never been genetically modified. And in our grain-free, we use tapioca, and then that adjusts with the high level of animal protein so that it actually works. That's the way a dog and a cat evolved. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it just can't be, hey, let's throw a bunch of stuff and get it in a bag and get it out on store shelves and, you know, sell it. It's actually applying nature's logic to everything we do. I love it. I love it. You know, one of the other things that um, I feel, you know, I want you to speak about that is, a, I think, a huge benefit is um, sustainability. The, the company yeah. really focuses on that. And I just wanted to see if you could maybe mention a little bit of how you guys came about that and then just where you stand with all of that. Yeah. So at our company, we say we, you know, it's kind of like the Dr. Seuss thing, thing one, thing two. Mm-hmm. And so at Nature's Logic, literally thing one is no synthetic, okay, that we just talked about. And thing two is sustainability. Um, it's just something the company just really believes in. Our CEO, David, uh, who you've met before, it's mm-hmm. basically his life. Before he was our CEO, that's what he did. Um, he was in sustainability organizations. And it's really cool because we're seeing a whole lot, and this is a good thing, but we're seeing a whole lot of companies going, hey, by this date, we plan to be this, whatever it is. And at Nature's Logic, we're already there in a lot of cases. And I love that. Um, I think just some of the highlights, yeah, and some of the highlights is we, um, the first, we may not be the only anymore for a long time we were, but we were the first that we are certified plastic neutral. What that means, and it's just like it sounds, so in case you people don't, in case your listeners don't know, most pet food bags, I hate to say not recyclable, but they're, because everything's recyclable, it's just they're so expensive to recycle, it's cheaper to make new bags. Um, there are some programs out there, TerraCycle and such, that will take those bags and actually pay the difference, but it's, it's a whole process. You got to bring them in, and, and just in a lot of cases, the bags just get thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, so certified neutral, we figured, was the next best step. For every ounce, for every pound of plastic we put out into the world, we hire a company or companies, and they're all women-owned companies. Right now, they're all in India. They actually go to the dumps, and the exact amount of plastic we've made, they actually pull that and recycle it. So that's what it means by plastic neutral. For every pound of plastic we're putting out there, we're recycling the same amount. Nice. So, yeah, that that one was neat. Um, that's one Every, you know, it's not taking a whole lot of effort by people. And I hate to make it sound like it's not, but people are busy and 
getting their bags into a company that do it for them is just not the easiest thing in the world. Um, another one we do, which I love, is clean food, clean energy. Um, so basically, we create one kilowatt of clean energy uh, with every one pound of food we sell. Uh, and, and all of our facilities are using recycled energy. And I, I know people go, how do you know that? You don't. Um, there's just no way to tell what it is. So what it is is most power companies will buy back recycled energy and uh, solar energy and things like that. So basically, you take in your bill, and for every dollar we buy that much recycled or clean energy, and we put it back into the system. We're actually working with a lot of retail stores out there where we do that. We actually pay that little difference there to make make sure that they're buying back recycled energy and putting it in there. Once again, it's very similar to the uh, the plastic neutral thing. Mm-hmm. We know the same amount is out there, but you know we're we're actually creating the clean energy as well for every pound of food we make. So love that one. Um, this one is the thing I'm most proud of is right now, if you look, there's all these pet food companies, uh, talking about going carbon neutral shipping. I was reading one the other day. They said by the year 2030, there'll be carbon neutral shipping. Um, one of the biggest pet food companies, Mars is that's their goal by, I think it's 2040, uh, biggest there. They are actually the biggest makers of pet food. Well, yeah, a month ago, we actually hit carbon neutral shipping as a company. So that is amazing. um, Yeah. Yeah. We're there. We're not saying, hey, we're going to get there. We're there. Hmm. And it's just it's it's something the company really believes in. And like I always tell people, don't lose sight of the great nutrition of the company for that. But that is, you know, there's nothing wrong with being good stewards to the planet. And that's where we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I I like the thing. One thing, too. That is a very good way to think about it, because it is it's true. Like, yeah, no synthetics. That's that's number one. And then, you know, sustainability, I think um, it just it all kind of fits together. Yeah. Well, there's an organization called Pet Sustainability Coalition, where a bunch of manufacturers in our industry, um, not just food, but in the pet uh, pet specialty industry, we work towards getting to all these, and we are one of the founding members of that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's really growing, too. Uh, I mean, some huge companies are getting involved with it, but we've been there from the beginning, and something we're really, really proud of. And it's just, you know, we got all these great products in our industry, and we're, you know, natural, and, you know, let's, let's think global while we're doing this as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of your different products, you guys have an array of um, products, and I would love for you to kind of speak about some of the different categories. Well, um, so we, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. It's you know, I've been selling pet food for thirty years, and I know kibble, and I know cans, and I know some lightly cooked. But when I came on here, it was like holy moly, all the categories we have, and and it's a good thing because. Not, you know, not every category is for every customer. You got to find, and it's a good thing. And we pretty much try to offer something for everybody. Um, We already mentioned kibble, 75 to 80% of people. Uh, We have a great line of distinction, um, which you're carrying at your store, which. Yeah, and I wonder if you could speak. I think there is um, maybe some confusion too around um, tapioca and it's. Um, glycemic index. And I thought maybe you could speak a little bit about that as well. So oh, sure. that's what they use. Yeah. Okay. So just so folks know, and I won't get too geeky on this, but um, every, every carbohydrate at its base is a sugar. 
and every sugar releases uh, insulin and how much it does and how much it raises the blood sugar. It's called the glycemic index or a GI. And for example, um, the higher the GI, it's not good. Okay. It leads to some problems, diabetes, things like that. Table sugar has the highest glycemic index of 100, for example. And you get down and you can look. If, if any of your listeners are diabetics, they probably are very familiar with the different foods and their glycemic index. Um, the more fiber in a food, the less of a glycemic index it tends to have. Um, the reason we use millet and tapioca in our two different formulas is because the glycemic index is so low. And the result of that is um, with the high protein it would typically run right through a dog if you don't adjust the glycemic index. Um, and then it's basically think of a child that you give too much sugar to. They have spikes in energy and then they crash. Mm-hmm. When you lower the glycemic index, first of all, it slows down digestion, which is a good thing. More nutrients can get absorbed. Uh, some of your people out there may have had an issue with their dog or if they have two dogs, one dog eating the other dog's poop. Um, that's where that's coming from. It's just running right through them without being digested properly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, and, and so, and also what it'll do, it'll be sustained energy. Your dog, your cat won't be, you know, too wild for an hour and then sleeping for five. It'll be more sustained energy. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's why we use those. Uh, um, and that's why we don't use things heavy, like, like potatoes, um, um, like pea proteins and, and fractionalized grains and mm-hmm. gluten meals and all those kind of things. Good. Well, thank you for the explanation because um, I think that's important to point out because, yes, it is a starch, but there it was very intentional on how mm-hmm. those were chosen. Yeah, and I mean, I hate to say this because it's going to make people sound bad, and that's not why I'm doing it, but at the end of the day, a lot of times, and I've been doing this, like I said, almost 30 years, a lot of times ingredients are added because of costs issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you get what you pay for in life. You really do. And so one of the things I absolutely love about being here is that's never even a thought with us. It's what makes the best quality. Let the chips fall where they may. The price ends up where the price ends up. Um, but it's about giving quality. Yeah. And our, and our pets are our family. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. want to feed them quality stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the best so, advice I ever got was you get what you pay for. You truly do. So true. Yes. Well, sorry to interrupt your um, explanation on the product line. So, maybe if you could jump back <laughs> into that. <laughs> well, um, so, one of the things I like to talk to people about is the processing. You know, people make these statements, hey, that's over-processed. I don't like this food. It's over-processed. Yet, when you ask them what does that mean, a lot of people don't understand. I do like to explain that because that explains a little bit about our industry as far as the food types go. So, literally everything that happens to a food is a process. From picking a piece of fruit out of a farm is a process to cleaning it, to cutting it. These are all processed. And the lesser amount of processes a food goes through, typically the more nutrient it retains and the more flavor it retains. Best way to, uh, to give an example on the human side would be, think about if you're walking down a, a grocery store, frozen food, and you see like a stir-fry bag. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm here to tell you that vegetables in that stir-fry bag they probably don't have any nutrient left and they probably don't have any flavoring left. It's all synthetically added or or artificial flavors, blah, blah, blah. 
So it's just been through so many processes that drained it out. So what we really tend to see in our industry is raw. Raw feeding is the least amount of process. Um, it retains the most flavor, the most nutrients. So, um, and we do have raw. And I love our raw. Um, got that in there. And then you have right now the next biggest up and coming food in our industry is called lightly cooked or some companies call it gently cooked. Um, that would probably be the next least amount of processes. Uh, that's one where it's been cooked, you know, at a certain thing. It's kind of halfway between a kibble and raw. Um, it, it is the second fastest growing. And you've mo- uh, unfortunately, most of those have been on online brands like Farmer's Dog, Nom Nom Now. If people on Facebook have probably seen the ads pop up. Um, they, they tend to, it's pretty expensive. You're online. I always tell people, go to a good pet store like Bark Avenue Check out the lightly cooked there. You're going to get a much better product, in my opinion. Um, you're going to get a much less processed product as well. Mm-hmm. It is huge, fast growing. Um, and then, of course, next we would have kibble, which, you know, we already said is the most convenient, most often purchased. Um, I love our kibble because for, you know, a kibble, it's just, it's, if somebody is doing raw and they want to add some kibble, we would be the perfect kibble to add in with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would be the most right down in there. Then you can go into all the other different categories we have. We have cans. We have dog and cat cans. Um, same philosophy with nature's logic applies to all those. For example, the meat content is so high in the dog cans, you could literally feed our dog cans to cat. We have cat cans as well, but mm-hmm. that's just, I love that about the, you know, I don't know. I, I think there are a few other companies that have that, but I know we do, and I love that. Um, and then you get into, we've got treats, biscuits, and toppers. Um, we have the traditional cookie biscuits, for example. And then we have uh, the body parts, for lack of a better word, long, uh, femur, those type of things. Um, and then we have toppers. Um, we have a beef crumble. Just, I, I want to talk about the beef crumble real quick. Um, mm-hmm. It is literally, it's beef lung and it's beef liver. And it's grated down and it just sprinkles on top. So last year when the FDA came out and basically uh, said, oh, you know, if you're feeding grain free, your dog's going to this or that. and You need to add taurine. Just so you know, 90 percent of the taurine in pet food is synthetic, not just Mm -hmm. synthetically extracted. It's synthetic. Mm. Um, So if you want to add it, go to Bark Avenue, get some of the beef crumble we have. It is all natural. Okay, the taurine. and uh, we have Fortifier out there, which is a great source of if you want to add it on top of a food for, you know, uh, probiotics and things like that to help. We, we saw a bit of a, a thing happen during the pandemic in that we saw people lose their jobs. Their incomes were severely affected. Yet we saw adoption of dog and cat go up. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of yeah, in a lot of cases, they had to change their feeding. If they were feeding a kibble, they had to go a little bit cheaper. So a great thing to do is come get something like the Fortifier or the Beef Crumble um, and add it on top. Yeah, because it's also a um, complete, balanced, whole food um, vitamin mix. Mm-hmm. Vitamin and It's mineral. exactly, yeah. Yeah. Natural. Yeah. Natural yeah. vitamin, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we also have, we have pumps of sardine oil, salmon oil, which you can put on there to get some omega-3 fatty acids in there. Um um, and we are with the stored ship with the stored ship with the ocean as well. We're not, you know, we're following all that. Um, 
We, <laughs> this makes me laugh. I, we actually have kitty litter as well. Um, <laughs> I've never sold kitty litter before, but I do now. So uh, I found that interesting. Once again, all natural. It is pine. No silica in there like some of the other products out there, the big pine ones, um, all natural. So, yeah, that's just and I'm sure I'm forgetting things because I always do. And uh, it's it's when you have a lot of different categories, sometimes it's easy to forget. Yeah. Well, and I do want to just bring up one thing, and that is the tarring, because Mm -hmm. um, I know you mentioned that a lot of what's out there is synthetically added. But when you have a high meat content, I don't think that a lot of people really get that it's a naturally occurring, uh, you know, product in those products. So, like, for example, when you mentioned the dog cans would be appropriate for a cat, it isn't necessarily because you've added a bunch of taurine. It's just because it occurs naturally. Yes. Yeah. and, And it's just so folks know. First of all, that FDA report that came out about it, they've since retracted in a sense. Right. They didn't, yeah, they didn't yell it from the mountaintops and CNN yeah. and Fox News weren't doing reports on it like they did when it first came out. Exactly, um, yes. And it was a basic misunderstanding of science in a lot of cases. So just, just so your listeners know, mm-hmm. dogs, as we are, are omnivores, okay? And cats are carnivores. Um, the biggest difference between an omnivore and a carnivore is taurine. Um, taurine is essential in a cat, but it's not in a dog. And it doesn't mean it's not important by essential. What that means simply is if an amino acid is non-essential, it means your body can make it from other ones. Cats cannot. Dogs can. So even even if you were, you know, feeding a grain-free, the the different uh, amino acids from the meat would have made taurine as well, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, cats are a little different. Cats cannot make it. They have to get it from their diet. Um, that's why anybody that ever tries to feed a, a cat a vegetarian diet, you know, you're basically killing your cat because they will eventually die if they don't go out and hunt and get taurine from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, and I don't mean to just, but just, you know, it just became such a big focus that everybody started throwing now, with added taurine, and I would, you know, under my breath say added synthetic taurine. And right, right. Yeah. 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 So it's a great option, the uh, the beef in there. And once again, it's just beef lung and beef liver, and it's ground up. And you can just sprinkle it like a salt shaker right on top of your food. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And the raw that you have, is it also appropriate for cats as well? Uh in, I don't want to say in theory, but in reality, yes, but we've never gotten it approved through the FDA for that. So I, I can't say that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay. And it the same some, thing for the lightly cooked. Well, now it's a little bit different. We actually did get that approved for both species. So the lightly cooked awesome. will be dog and cat. Matter of fact, if you look on the label, it's got a, a, a drawing of a dog and a cat on it. And that's important because, um, there was one company out there that had a cat um, lightly cooked that it, it went away. And a lot of people have been looking for a lightly cooked for cat. Mm-hmm. And now it's out there. Uh, I always warn people with cats, it's first and foremost about texture. Um, whereas dogs love flavor and things like that. Cats, it's more about texture will overrule flavor for them, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if cats weren't picky enough. Um, so, I mean, I always joke and say if six or seven out of 10 cats like a product, it's got to be a great product. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing I want to mention about the lightly cooked, because I think a lot of people, you know, because legitimately there's been a lot of 
you know, scares with the pet food industry, you know, so mm-hmm. they start, well, I'll just make my own pet's food and, you know, call it good. But I think sometimes people don't realize what nutrients they need in order to, yeah. to make it balanced. So um, I think that's what's so great, too, about your lightly cooked and also your raw is that it is complete and balanced, but again, using whole foods. Yes. Um, and that makes yes. such a difference. Yeah, and, and and you hit on a point there that I think is cool because one of the things that we're seeing out there are people that are making their own uh, raw specifically is they're leaving out things. They think, hey, if I just throw you know some raw meat down or something right. like that, it's it. And that's not the case. So one of the products we're coming out with and is a ground-up eggshell. So the folks that don't know, if you feed raw, you could feed the eggshell. It's a fantastic source of calcium. Um, one of the biggest raw home people that make their own home one is, is a liver thing and it lacks calcium. And mm-hmm. so we're coming up with a ground up eggshell that can sprinkle on their, their raw food. And then that gives heat, not just for liver people, but anyone that needs calcium. So, yeah, I think that is, um, I think that is a responsible thing going forward as pet food manufacturers to help some of these people that make their own dog and cat food to make sure it is balanced. Exactly. Yes, that's awesome. And I do love, um, we sell a lot of your little marrow bones. Those are very, mm-hmm. you know, super popular um, dogs. And it helps with their teeth and all of that good yep. stuff. So, yeah. And I think, again, the thing that I like about it is the quality. You know, that's, um, you know, you can get marrow bones, you know, but you don't know necessarily what, you know, source that it's coming from. And I, I feel confident that with Nature's Logic, you guys are you got, you know, you've got some great quality products. Yeah. And we're not going to hide anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, it's, it's kind of, and I know you know this, but the demographics of pet ownership has changed. For example, when I was a kid, there was a lot of dogs outside on chains. Um, today they're in the house, they're on the bed, they're sleeping under the covers. Oh with yes. Us. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally, they've become humanized, which is not a bad thing. They've replace children and outright sometimes moved in front of the kids in the household. Mm -hmm. And so what we're seeing is, is it's become big business. Um, It's four out of five households in America now own a pet. So we're seeing things that maybe aren't always as they should be. For example, we talked about, you can claim something is natural if it's 65%. I I hate that. And then there's other ones. Um, If you look on a bag of dog food and you see natural flavorings, you know, it always, I'm always like, well, why don't they tell us what that is? Right. And by the way, natural flavorings is basically sprayed on fat. Um, once again, only has to be 65% natural to be called natural flavorings. So, and that's in the human side as well. So one of the things I love about us, I, I've said that so many times now, as you can tell, I love it here, um, <laughs> is, is we're not hiding things. We'll tell you. Um, what it is, where it comes from, if you want to know. Um, we've got, we've, we're not hiding anything. That's awesome. Full transparency. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 So, you, you could tell it's early. I couldn't remember the word transparency, so thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, in general, is there anything else that you think that would be really important for the listeners to know about anything you know, specific about your um, brand or just in general? Well, um, I always go back to our mission statement is we are the one company out there that applies the logic of nature to everything we touch. Um, 
it's how your dog and your cat evolved. And it's just how they function best health wise. And it's, you know, you get what you pay for. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think it's, yeah, I think it's so important. So um, Rich, is there, uh, how would people find you if they want to, if they want to learn a little bit more about your company? Uh, The easiest thing to do is to go to our website, naturesLogic.com. And honestly, if they're in Colleyville area, go buy your store. Any of your folks there can talk about it. Yeah. Um, Any good quality. If they're not in this area, you know, find a local pet store that has it and they can talk about it. We go out of our way to make sure we train really well um, store staff so they can talk about the product. Um, Mm -hmm. We have sample bags if anybody wants to try it. Just come on down to Bark Avenue. Definitely. Yeah. Good. Well, I am so excited that you were able to join me today because I think um, everyone, as many people as possible, really needs to understand the important role um, that getting back to nature plays. And um, synthetic vitamins are just, they're overused. It's easy to Mm -hmm. do. And I'm so, you know, thankful that there's a company like yours that really took time um, to be intentional with how they're making the food with whole foods. So, yes, remember, eat your vitamins, don't supplement them. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you again, Rich. This has been so enlightening and I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you, Tammy. I really, really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.